Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, a podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes that they cannot get to work. Uh, as always, I'm joined by producer Joel. Here he is. This is his voice now. Hello. There he is. Oh, he everybody's favourite producer. Hey, that's kind. That's very kind. Do you reckon you are? You could be. I think I'm probably just behind Timberland. Timberland. Oh, as in proper ones. I mean proper ones, saying that you're not a proper one. <laughs> 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 I meant sort of really famous ones. <laughs> I know, I know you did. I was just having a bit of fun. <laughs> bit of fun, that, isn't it? It is a bit of fun. Um, what's going on? Have you been up to anything much? Not really. Um, Doing your normal stuff. It's a bit boring when I ever ask you that now. Joe, everyone knows what you're going to say. This is not really. It, it, still yeah. running? Still running. I've actually been uh, doing some personal training sessions as well. Oh, lovely. Which has all been going really well. And then uh, yesterday I was doing one. The personal trainer came over to adjust my feet, and I did a really loud fart, and it's probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever what? happened to me. Yeah. Oh, what you're doing this in person? Yeah. And you farted. I did a fart. Yeah, a big fart. Does is it male or female? female. The instructor. Female. Yeah. Was your girlfriend there as well? Yeah. Oh, two females. Oh, no, it's probably the worst. It's probably the worst thing that's was ever it? happened to me. Was. <laughs> worse than your. Uh, than your uncle putting you in the window. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go check out uh, the previous episodes of this podcast and you'll know what we're talking about. Um, um, yeah, so did, it was did, with, what, it did was anyone about, react to it? It was about a minute into the session, so then for the next half an hour, it's just, it's <laughs> all I could think smell. about. I just felt, <laughs> I was just so distracted. <laughs> was it, did anyone, did anyone mention it? No. That's even worse. It is worse, isn't it? Oh I no! I hated it. I hated it. Okay, was was it loud? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was it the feet movement that actually made it happen? I think it was. Yeah, that's hilarious. You need to get control of your body, mate. What? I can't control that. Of course, you can keep it in. No, well, no. Oh, but I wasn't. Yes. Yeah, but it was. You know, when you're not, I wasn't actively <laughs> keeping anything in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Once it finished, did your girlfriend mes- mention it after the session? Yeah. Did she mention it or did you mention it? She mentioned it and has done about a hundred times in the last twelve hours. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say about it? Just lots of laughing, you know. You know what? It, what do you think she said? 
don't know. She might have been disgusted. She might have been found. I'd say it's one one percent sympathy, ninety nine percent just pure shit joy. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, brilliant! Love that. So yes, Mark, Um, I did have something something for touching you. (laughs) Two meter rule, mate. Yeah, good point. That's almost like that's your body's defense. Your 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 body <laughs> is on the government side. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> oh, that's great. What okay. About, what about you, Mark? What um, um, I've started meditating. So <gasps> I've just started doing. Well, you doing one yeah. of the one of the apps? Um, it's not an app actually. That's a good idea. I should probably get one. No, so I did I did it the other day cuz I just someone rec- said that I should mm-hmm, recommended mm-hmm. it. It's a good idea for it to clear the mind. And then I did what I did a YouTube one today, twenty minutes, and I felt great afterwards. Really good. I'd never really thought about doing that before, but oh, nice. it's really good for clearing the stresses. So there you go. If you, if you're someone who uh, sort of always has stuff sort of constantly and going around in their head, yeah. Do you have that, Joel? I do, I and I've uh, I've been doing a bit of meditation as well. I've been using the Headspace. App. Have you? Yeah. Ah. Hmm. What app what app are you using? Headspace. Headspace. Yeah. It's good. Alright. I think it's I'll I think, look into I, think that. I imagine quite a lot of people are dabbling in these sort of things, aren't they, during lockdown? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Good stuff. Alright, well we've spoken for ages, so let's crack on. Uh this week. Who have we got this week, Joel? We've got Chris Martin. Which one? Not Coldplay. Not, not former Derby striker. Or maybe current Derby We've got the striker. good one. We've got the good one. Yes. Good stuff. And that actually is linked to uh, Chris Martin's new podcast, which he, I won't tell you anything about it because he's going to talk about it in my podcast. But listen to my cod, pod, cod past. <laughs> listen to my cod past. Cod past. Fish from fishing podcast. decades ago, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Like, so you come on and talk about the best fish you've ever caught <laughs> on this cod's past. <laughs> Great stuff. As I tell you what, don't listen to Chris Martin's new podcast. Listen to my new podcast <laughs> about fishing. <laughs> All right, here he is. Yeah, you've got a new podcast. What is it? Tell us what it it's is. It's called uh, Famous Name calls famous name so i i i look up people on the internet with famous names and uh i do a, oh, i do like idea. a game game show with them like 10 questions <laughs> and the idea is it's knowledge loosely based on their famous namesake but it's like i, I pick up some facts and be like mario lopez says he's like the best dancer in the world like what's your skill and then like shit i just didn't know what happened and there's this guy in in california called mario lopez who's an artist who has also oh. painted a picture of Mario Lopez for Mario Lopez. And then he goes, oh, he cool. goes, I'm a better dancer than him. I'm like, really? And then he shows me and he's fucking good at dancing. And I was like, really? yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I've got, how do you get them? You just, just, well, him, the first way I started doing it was, this is like, this is almost just before the pandemic. Um, I would just look up people on the Wikipedia, like a trucker called Dwayne Johnson in Idaho and try and ring him. But then you wouldn't, I wouldn't get through. No one answers the phone to a number they don't know anymore. So then I was like, all right, let me pre-look them up. And uh, the first episode, I got Chris Martin, a bloke called Chris Martin, who was quite funny from San Diego. And then I got, I've got Mario Lopez, Jennifer Lawrence and Kevin Hart. But then weirdly, (laughs) it's amazing how many just 
just give you the runaround. They're not even famous. They give me the runaround. There's a yeah, but mate, you're gonna get so many hits on just saying Chris Martin interviews Kevin Hart. Well, I don't, yeah, maybe. I mean, what's funny is um, uh, how many of them like it's it's actually harder than you think. Even when you like one guy called Mario Lopez refused to do it for no money. <laughs> really. Just some random Just bloke. a bloke called Mario. He's like, what's the fee? I was like, sorry, man, there's no fee. He's like, yeah. He just darked me after that. And then um, there's a girl called Jenny McCarthy who was like, yeah, I'm up for it. And then I went, all right, cool. And she didn't message me for a couple of days. And I was like, well, when's good for you? She goes, anytime. And I went, all right. I go, what about... She's the one looking at you through your thing. I think she is. I went, what about Thursday at 11? She went, no. And then I was just like, nah, she's just... <laughs> She's just a bored woman just winding me up. So that could be another podcast, trying to find a guest. Um, so I want to get more people on it. Um, so if anyone knows anyone with a famous name, get involved. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Have a think. Have a think, mate. There must be loads, mate. It's funny because they're all American, the ones I've done. And I've realized that because it's interesting. I essentially had, I'd sold this as a game show to a channel in America and and oh, yeah. uh, but then the deal took so long to organise that the head of the channel changed and it just didn't become a show. So then I was like, right, Classic, fuck it. Mate. I was like, all right, I'll just do it myself. Mm. But then my manager's like, I just, I just having normal people is not that interesting. But to me, every podcast has a famous guest on it being asked like normal questions. I was like, let's get a normal person asked famous questions. Um, and it and it's oh, like yeah. it's something interesting to me about people that you think are just going to be boring and then surprising you. It's like when you. If yeah, you go yeah. on as a, uh, if you're an interviewed as a comedian and you, you have to be funny, that's the thing. Mm. But if anyone's, if it's like a musician and he says one vaguely amusing thing, I was like, this guy's amazing. So it's just. But then you're funny. So that's, that doesn't matter really. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. But um, they were like, oh, you know, it would help if you had famous. It's like, yeah, but every, if you, you can listen to any famous person on any fucking podcast pretty much. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, it's fun. I need to get a few more in the bag, but um, it's, it's good. I, I'm, I'm actually. Every time I do it, I always find like, myself pissing myself laughing a couple of times. So, Oh, wicked. Perfect. How's this one going? Good, man. Yeah. I mean, this is what's keeping me sane in lockdown because I get to see people and chat to them. I know. It's I great. Know. Are, you, are you single or you got a missus or a... Yeah, my missus. Okay. So, she's so it's not too well. mental. Okay. No, no, it's fine. I, yeah, it doesn't really change that much. I'm just not going out in the evening to gigs. Yeah. I, that's what I said. I, our day to day is. I think we're busier than normal because I feel the pressure to write and create all the time. Um, but when, because you're in the states now, what? It's it's totally different than over here. I'm guessing. Like, are you? Do you write for like a thing anymore? So like for like Edinburgh, you'd be. You no, don't do Edinburgh now. Do no, you? I. I. So how does it work over? I there? really like not having to write for Edinburgh. I found it so. Uh, I've done it like five times, I think. Was it five or six? But you can still motivate yourself to write because some people need that deadline to, I, with my, to do So it. with my writing now, my stand-up is like my just like fun, I don't care. Like something, the the more I've done stand-up, the more I'm like, I can only really, I used to get up every day and I'll, I'll write for three hours and I'd just be sitting there being like, oh, fucking, there's a tree out the window, there's something funny about trees. And then I just found this, and then if I look back on that stand-up, it was all whatever, it was just kind of boring really. It was just, showing that I could write about something but not actually anything interesting now I just when mm. something happens now I'm like all right cool that's a real thing that happened and how can I retell that or, or do something with that okay. but if nothing happens so at the moment it's quite hard because nothing's happening although something yeah. kind of funny happened like 
uh, someone tried to break into our place like a week ago, two weeks ago, really? which is quite well, during the That's during mad. tried to break du- <laughs> during the riot. It's very, I mean, it's like if you tell it, it's, oh, it's, right. uh, it sounds weird, but like it's during the riots. So it's funny because oh. in the day I was like chanting "fuck the police," and then at night I was like, "I, I really would like there to be some <laughs> some police." So immediately it's like funny to me in my head, like this whole bit, like who breaks into a house during lockdown? Everyone's in. Well, it's funny. I don't know if essentially he was, I think, a like drug addict with maybe other issues. So if I retold it, I'd probably be uh, careful with that sort of thing. But he, the fuck, we were in our apartment here, like where I am, and out the window I could, I could, I thought I heard someone shout help, and I was like, what? Me and Hans, it's like 10.30 at night. We're like writing away because I write with my wife and then for scripted stuff. And we were like, I'm pretty sure I can hear. Maybe is that like next door? And it was like, I was like, it's fucking close. And there's like a tree and then there's like a garage roof. Just like we're on the first floor of like a two. And it's the top floor essentially because there's only two floors. And I, and I go, and there's a guy and he's like, I think he's like a yard away. And he goes, help. And I go, someone, and I'm like, someone's trying to break in. I'm like, are you, are you? There's someone there. And like, I'm like, what's happening, man? I'm like trying to make myself more manly than I am. And he goes, I've been fucking I he goes, I've been word, he goes, I've been he goes, I've been fucking stuck here for two hours. Like he was annoyed at me. And essentially this guy had tried to break in. I don't but he might not have been trying to break in. He might have just been wanting to sleep on a roof or he was on drugs or yeah. something. And he was stuck in a bit of barbed wire like that. Um, no, his head was stuck in a bit of barbed wire. Uh, so it's good to know the barbed wire works. Picture, Instagram. Yeah, well, the thing is, he was in the, it was like at night and it was in, you couldn't really see it. And then we tried to call police, couldn't get through to them for like 20 minutes. I was on hold. And, event, and it does show you there's like issues here. The first thing I go, there's a guy trying to break in. Wow. All our neighbours, I've got my na- as a, uh, I've got a Ukrainian boxer a couple of doors down who's won an Olympic medal. So I was like, mate, I mean- can you just can you just come down and help? I, can you just uh, come down? So we're all out there and it's in the dark, but we can just hear him and he's shouting, he's going to kill us. Then he's like, can you help me? And so I'm like, well, he's not, he's not with it. And uh, try and call the police. First thing they do is, I go, there's a guy trying to break in. He's like stuck in our thing. And they go, what colour is he? I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter what colour is. He's, just a, he's stuck in a fucking bit of barbed wire. It's not like, oh, he's, he's, he's black. Oh yeah, he'll be able to free himself. There's like, no, it's very bizarre. <laughs> so then the firemen came and they released him. But like, it was funny. They, 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 were, the, they, they were available. So they came. They cut the wire yeah. and he just like, fuck, he just like, just just came alive, jumped down, tried to sort of, rather than go the back way away from us, he just jumped where all of us were. Every, all the, half of the tenants ran off scared, even though we didn't know what he was going to do, but turns out he wasn't going to. And then the fire brigade, they just fucking, I was like, are you going to do anything? And they just opened our door and just let him just run back into LA, just like, like releasing a fucking salmon back into the stream. <laughs> so, yeah. I was hoping the end of the story was going to be that he had a famous name. And yeah. He, he's your and now, now he's on my podcast. Yeah. No. So, so when something like that happens, I'm like, well, I could, there's, there's so much uh, stuff to talk about there that I could do that as a yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, and then, but do you build to like, longer shows or is that just for material for clubs no so we're out here when you do most of the spots in la are like seven or ten minutes and then but like i mean i was till a lot i was supposed to headline a weekend in like dc and you do 45 minutes to an hour so you you said that that's almost when you do your new stuff you get if you get to headline which isn't loads for me because i haven't done enough tv really Mm. i have only done like a one little it's like starting again is it the tv stuff 
mm. supposedly or anything oh was that it's like starting again just yeah yeah um i've got a couple of credits that help but like yeah it's out here's like you know it's it's so massive and um trying to break out here for that stuff is different. but I'm, I'm more here with the trying to do more tv writing and then the stand-ups mm. like just like a fun like i do way less gigs so it's funny like on this you're supposed to kind of talk about stuff you tried and didn't work what i've learned from I guess as humans, you always try and adapt to stuff. In the UK, I'd do like six nights a week and I'd do like two nights of new material. So I'd be like, all right, that's not right. funny. Try it, try it. Here, I'm like, I have so much more time to think it through. So I'd be like, oh, then maybe that's funny. And then I think about it again, that's not funny. And I annoy my wife. I just go, is this funny? And she's like, yeah, that's, she's la she's a pretty good barometer to be fair, which is yeah. bad luck for her because I mean, I have to test stuff on her. And then, um, <laughs> and then normally out here, like, I'm not saying I'm great, but I'd say more like eight out of 10 hit rate on the stuff at the start. Because ah, you've had longer to process Longer to think about just... it. And when you know you've got less gigs, you don't want to sort of fuck it up. And you normally just yeah. wedge in like, if it's a 10 minute set, I'll wedge in like a two minute bit in the middle. Mm. Uh, if, it's a four, if you get to do a long set, you can try a couple of new stories. But you normally just start to, I think your, your like shit radar gets a bit better when you have less... Which is maybe good and bad because having lots of gigs to play with stuff is great. But then maybe I found myself going, ah, that's all right. I can, I don't have to, I can work it out on stage. But like, sometimes it's good to work it out off stage in your head, I think. Yeah. Did you, did you have any sort of tried and tested bits that just didn't work when you went to the States? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of like, uh, but it's difficult because like, if you do like a more, I do quite a lot of shows at a place called um, Comedy and Magic Club, which is like more like a mainstream, older crowd. And actually, a lot of the stuff mm. translates quite well there. But then if you do like a crowd in LA, LA, they're kind of a bit uh, cooler and hipper. So talking about um, shit about my wedding or something, they don't really care about. No one's fucking married okay. under the age of 40 here. So yeah, right. yeah. that was a, that's one of the jokes that worked quite well. I was like, I um when I first got here I was like I'm like thirty what was I like thirty one and I'm married, uh, which is like in LA and that's like being anywhere else on earth and being like I'm married and I'm nine because like being married at thirty one <laughs> is just like insane to people in LA because they're all here chasing their dreams and that means not not falling in love. Um Did you have to write any special bits for when you come on stage as now you're the foreigner? Uh there's no special bit. Like when I first came, I was like, I don't want to even mention being British because mm. it's it does kind of bore me. Just that. Are there many British comics over there? There's not loads. Eric Lampers here, Matt Kirshen, oh, cool. um, Jason John Whitehead's Canadian, but obviously like did loads of his stand up in the UK. Uh, mm. Whitehall comes out here a bit. You get people visit, but who actually lives out here? There's not not many really. It's a really small no. amount. Probably like less than ten. Even five or so. So, uh, yeah, a uh, uh, Chris Turner, that guy's here. Um, oh, you, yeah. it's if you don't, I feel like you. I just have to mention it in some capacity so that they can. Yeah, it's yeah. like the famous name thing. Like I used to never mention it, and then certain, certain a lot of time I won't bother. Like if it's a like a pretty switched on crowd like in town, but if I go somewhere a bit more mainstream, I'll be like from the UK, and I'm not in Coldplay. And they're like, ha, 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 yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. Now we can do something I actually want to talk about. Um, yeah. I sort of hate, I do sort of hate all that. But even, like, yeah, if you go, I used to go on and not mention it. And I think people, people in the crowd be like, does he know he's like British? Or, 
You just do a podcast. Yeah, you should, yeah. So I, 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 I normally say it to get it out of the way, and then just naturally, my brain out here thinks like, I don't. You, you want to avoid fish out of water stuff's funny, but you don't want it to be. You guys do this, and we do that, yeah. and you know some people do it amazingly. That um, is Ismo, you know the Finnish comedian Ismo Leko. Uh, he's yeah. great. He's yeah. he's out here, and he's doing really well, and he like smashed like a late night set on Conan or something and his whole oh yeah I think I his whole that. shtick yeah. is like you guys say this yeah. and we say that and it's weird um, but he's amazing he's so good at that he's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourite voices to do um, it's also just funnier in his voice it's like Simonson Daniel Simonson's a great comic but oh, eight yeah. times funnier in his accent um, than my boring voice uh, but yeah he he's really good at that and I think I I mean I naturally talk about like a lot of that stuff, like how that happening or my barber got shot on my street. I live in a really odd neighborhood. It's all right, but also a bit sketchy. So naturally my brain thinks this is insane. And yeah. and I, you end up bringing a bit back to what you're used to seeing. I think your, your, your normal mm. perception of stuff. Oh, nice. So have you got any recent bits that haven't worked? Yeah. Okay. I was, I was trying to write this down because I, um, I mean, it's quite weird recent bits because when was the last time I got to do a bit? It was like... Yeah, yes, there, are, there are no recent there bits. There are no... Um, but I kind of wrote down a list of stuff I've been trying this this year. Um, oh, I yeah. tried it... So sometimes with stuff... And this is what I find odd about stand-up is like... I think that's why I've started really liking getting into writing scripts because you can create any character you want and then that character can kind of talk about anything you want in some way. But I feel like on stage you're a little bit hemmed in by what the audience thinks about you in essentially the first mm. thir- until you become when you become like an older comic i've realized like a fat 45 50 year old comic and that's not old but you can just talk about mm. anything essentially and like people will be like ah yeah like especially when it comes to like sex stuff is what i mean like no one wants to hear me talk about sex i don't think or dirty stuff no because of i don't know i got quite a clean cut look but I did get yeah. DM'd an Instagram photo of a woman's gaping asshole, and I did try and talk about that. <laughs> I did try and talk about that on stage, and it didn't. I've only tried it a couple of times, and I don't know if it's because I, in myself, and maybe it's in my, I'm in my own head about it. But I'm like, but what I find fun. So the thing happened was I, I, I got sent a um, a DM, you know, and you get your like on your Instagram like your requests, and I mm. was looking. And it said, this image has been blurred for your for your um, safety, but you can unblur it if you want. And I'm like, I'll unblur it. And I think I was with my wife and I was like, I've been sent this by like a random woman, might be a bot or whatever. Should we see if it's boobs or vagina? Boobs or vagina? And she's like, let's have a look. Pressed it. It's a game just, a, just, just the most parted, just asshole oh, shot. And I think I was like trying to be on stage about like, I was like, well, I'll be honest. Can Instagram just sort of, like it's like it's blurred in case maybe you find it offensive. I was like, I think you can safely say, I just, you know what, guys, I'll let you just fully delete that one. I'll let you have that. With no history of talking to this person. No history, and also like then I was like trying to. Then my brain goes into like, who wants like a photo of the not even a bum, like a bum mate. Like we all like everyone likes a good bum, but like the inside. Yeah. And then I'd be then I texted like my mate. Carl, because we always sort of bounce, even from afar, we're like, is this funny? Is that? 
And he said mm. a funny line. He was like, it's like if you see someone and you fancy them because of the, how they look, you're like, she's got a nice face. You're never like, I want to see the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, that's, that's really funny. Nice. So then I, I put that in, but it, did, it, it didn't... Um, and then I think then my brain was like I realised I'd rather I'd butter like photo of a woman's bum heart. I'd rather a dick pic. I'd rather fifty dick pics than one. I actually haven't even said that, but now what I'm saying it to you is that that would be a funny. Just take it even further. I'd rather fifty dick pics. But then I just don't know if it becomes a bit too dirty. For- but you don't know if it's a woman's arsehole. That's a really good point. It's it was so zoomed in on the bum hole. It's like. Unless you're that good at like, I don't think there are differences between male and women bumholes, are there? I, I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've never thought about or discussed an anus in so much detail, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I only tried it once or twice, and it never quite. It, uh, oh, it's hard, isn't it, to get because that's quite a as a topic. Like, if you're at sort of an older, reserved audience, yeah, that's going to put them off straight away. A hundred percent, yeah. If you, especially if I come on and I, I don't swear a lot, and I'm relatively, <laughs> I like talk about something a bit jovial, and then I'm like, and I got sent yeah, a photo yeah, yeah. of an arsehole the other day, and the crowd is like, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, but I feel like if you, if it was to like, if I could curate, and it was a crowd of like people from about the age of twenty-five to forty. And they were pretty mm. switched on. I think you could talk about how... Because I think that is a... I think it is a trend. Yeah. I think it's like younger people are more into bum stuff sexually, right? From what I... I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I've American done a survey of my fans under the <laughs> yeah. age of 30 to ask who's licked a, who's licked a, a, a batty crease. But, um, so any feedback uh, at Jokes with Mark or at Chris Please Martin let us know us about um, bumhole-based sexual fetish. But I mean, I guess the point is you can... People are into anything nowadays. But maybe I need to be like... Yeah. Maybe I should... I need to come at it more as like... I'm like so out of the loop. Like, I know you can be into anything nowadays, but it feels like that's a... Yeah, yeah. That's... How did you sell it? Just like, I got this. Yeah, I go... And then- I think... I think, no, I, w- I would... Ha- I'd have to sort of talk... So I think I went... I've been in a relationship for like eight years. So I've been out of the game and I go, I get from, from a little sneak preview, I'm glad I'm not in the game anymore because cause this happened. And um, uh, <laughs> and it's, I don't, you always want, whenever I do a bit, I always almost want the first thing I say that's a punch sign to get a big enough laugh then I feel like I can kind of take it wherever. But I almost feel like the first when I maybe because I was, was nervous saying it the first couple of times I said it, it didn't, mm. it didn't get as like it would have a couple of laughs in it. But I almost think like I have to set it up better. I, I always think a lot of the times it doesn't work. It's the setting up. If you can, Chris, I think rocks anyway. Yeah. If you fully set up something properly, so it could even take longer to. If it could even take like bring them in a bit more, maybe is the other thing I think. Like, mm. Like, hey, I've been out of the game and, you know, I like to think I'm pretty... And maybe it's like, maybe we take them down one way and then I, then I go, but I'll be honest with you guys, I got sent a photo by a woman um, and maybe I could even ask, what do you think it was? Boob? Or, and then, yeah. Yeah, do the game show the live. Game. <laughs> there you go, you could say, you're pitching this new game show. It's inspired this new game show I'm pitching <laughs> for whatever channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How do you feel about... Because you're, like you said earlier, most of your stuff is based on stuff that actually happens. Yeah. How do you feel about throwing in a punchline that isn't true? That's like a swerve. Like, does that bother you? Because there's some people it does, and some people like to keep it as as real as possible. Because then the swerve has a knock-on effect of the next bits you're talking about when you want people to. Believe yeah, you. I think if I said, like, you mean if I went, oh no, and- went, oh, but but she's lovely. Or you met her, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You- I think once you do that as a, it's weird because maybe it's to my to me and to a lot of people it wouldn't matter. Like it's amazing much stuff. I think mm. if I don't do this, the audience and most of the audience they don't give. They just they don't even know. What, they're just fucking there to have a good time. And they reset. They do the reset, but I feel like if I'm telling it, I have to keep it as as real as I can like I used to like if you'd look at someone my old stand-up would be like all right this and then I will pretend this happened and then this and then it you know there's a way of doing stand-up and some people do it very successfully where they just say a thing and it's clearly everything it's there's two ways in it there's one where people say a story and it's clearly completely made up but they sell it like it's real and as soon as I sniff that out I'm like I'm done mate I can't like, I know we all exaggerate, yeah, yeah, but you're like, and then this guy said this, and then this woman was like, shut the fuck up, and then I punched the guy, and you're like, and the audience, and then you're cheating, because then you're, you're, you're telling the audience, you're basically, you're making them laugh for something, you're caught, you're, I don't know, it feels like you've broken a contract for me, and I, but yeah, I used to do yeah, it, I used to yeah. do it, so, because it's, it's so easy to pretend something happened completely, yes. and then, uh, to maximise the last, but then it, it always felt like oh, it could work, and then afterwards, um, I bet people would they would forget about the bit because it just didn't feel like it was based on any any realness. Mm. Um, but then the other one, like you said, is that's hard, man. Because that again, that's again, it's you're, you're restricted, aren't you, in how you make things funny or get laughs? Yeah, but you... it's but I like I really that, that's just my own personal preference as well because I my favorite yeah. comics I think will say something that happened or or or. And then they'll use it for them to break down and you see the inner workings of their brain and how they work. And then that, I don't know, that's what I enjoy watching someone do rather than mm. just creating this sort of, 
uh, false narrative. Uh, but then the other one, like you said, is you you do a thing and it's got loads of jokes in it and they're all fake. And then but that's fine because that's sort of like if I'm watching you, I love you because it's silly and it's all daft jokes, right? But they but they know that from the exactly start, so no, exactly. Um, yeah. And then I see people, and then you, I guess you've got the in between, like we said, which is like someone who does it, and then they chuck in, and it's fine to do that. I don't have an issue. It's just um, for some reason it can be jarring. I think. Yeah, right? I think Sometimes. it just takes you. It just takes you out of it a little bit. Then I think the audience are going, mm. oh, is, the, what is, is this true? But it's amazing because even if I tell a story and I try to keep it as close to true. And and when I say that, like, I mean, I don't mean it's verbatim. Like, I could say something happened and it may be like it happened to my wife or something. But like, it still feel like the mm. essence of it has to be really. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's realistic. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think it is. It has to feel like it comes from an honest place is probably what I'm saying. Do you ever find if something mad happens to you, like a bit like that guy yeah. trying to break in? That's hard to then, it's hard to tell because people think it's made up. Yeah. And then I guess going back again on that, if you have just done a joke that you swerved the audience with a, a, a clear something made up, then that seems made up. Yes. But do you, so forgetting that, do you find it hard to convince audiences or... No, I, I think they're generally. I think they're happens. generally like. I think they're there to have a good time and like. Uh, and I don't. Again, like if you tell like a made-up story of made-up shit, I think they still laugh and like probably, a lot of the time don't notice. Um, but uh, so I think if you, uh, when someone goes on stage, goes, I genuinely this genuinely happened. Uh, I think I've uh, just, just don't worry about it. Like people are here yeah, to yeah. listen to you. You've got a microphone, and you should have the command to tell them so uh have you ever had a bit that is too extreme that did happen that didn't work because of that yeah i think like what people just thought it was bollocks i've had that um <laughs> oh, fuck what bit I've had, I've had i'm sure i've had a few things like that where you tell it and people just cannot what was that dm what, what other stuff have i had um playing sport isn't i'm trying to look at the, the recent shit oh yeah i don't know if this one didn't work to that but um I once put on my wife's yoga pants um, to see how they uh, fitted on me. Jogging, jogging bottoms. bottoms. They call them, right. yeah, you know, leggings. Yeah. The tight. Because I've got yeah, I've yeah. got really small legs for a man, so I put them on <laughs> once. Um, and uh, and she got really jealous because my bum looks, <laughs> looks better than hers. I tried that a few times. I don't know why. Maybe it's maybe that's not because it's it's made up sounding. Maybe it's because it's such a weird image for people. But my legs look, my legs and my ass look really good in women's legs. Like for, for a woman, they look really good. I've got very good toned female. That should be a callback how you end your show is just take your jeans <laughs> off and then be wearing them. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, maybe that, I don't know if that was the, 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 the fact that people lost um, believability of it. No, I actually think that. See, for, see then, see, my, my, I always jump to a, like a, punchline like reveal punchline like it could be the reveal be that you are she's annoyed but you are actually at yoga so you're like do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah you do a little but then again that feels that's me that's not yeah you. exactly that fits you but i feel like if i yeah. said that it's yeah i think that's what what you're kind of alluding to is like when you go on i think almost in the first we'll generously say five minutes but probably like two minutes you establish you you're establishing your character and your persona so yours yeah. immediately within like your first joke, I'm like, oh, this guy's a guy, just 10 jokes. And if I go on and, and go start talking about myself, then 
<laughs> narcissistically talk about myself or whatever it is and I'm telling oh so this about me and blah 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 then it feels like you mm. you are now someone telling me about your life so to, to yeah. chuck in but people do pull back and reveals are, are good I like a good pull back and reveal people that are great at them but yeah when it's someone who doesn't really do them and then does the odd few I'm like mm. well, what do you that I think that's what it is you're like who are I don't know who you can't it's you can't you can yeah. do lots of things but it's kind of unsatisfying to me if someone does like four different personas on stage mm. yeah I, I did have a joke not dissimilar to that it, I can't what was it it didn't work it's something about everyone in the j- j- they're all, everyone's wearing what is it something about everyone's wearing if you go in the gym all you see now is those really tight leggings with and then the reveal be that I was wearing them yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, but I, it never really worked. I thought when I wrote it, I thought, "Oh, that's funny." People laugh at that, but they never did. Really. Maybe, um, maybe the half, maybe like no women in the crowd really want to imagine you in them, and definitely no men <laughs> want to imagine them. Because also, to me, stand up like that's a good my favorite bit. My favorite sort of stand up is really when people are telling a story, or whatever, and you, they put like amazing images in your head. So if you told me yeah. that, the first, I think my brain would go. I'm thinking of you in them, and I go, oh, men yeah, in... And you have a hard Yeah, they, they, they have really to knock one out, and it's on. very awkward for everyone. Um, it's so hard to laugh when you're wanking, you know? Um, uh, but maybe that's I'm it. I'm doing it. <laughs> how do you... I, I'm going to turn around on you. I'm going to sound like a mum here. But how do you remember all your... I mean, you, def, you sort of forgot that joke. But you must have so... Yeah. You must have so many in your head at one time. I think I have nothing else in my head. <laughs> other than jokes like i forget loads of stuff but i always remember jokes interesting i don't know what that is my my brain just prioritizes it have you done um i've got my have you done a panel show yet on tv in the uk yeah yeah how did you did you i know you prep on those things but did you like like did anything happen did you just like pull yeah yeah so yeah so you know so you've got sort of rough idea what's coming but the conversation quite often goes off all directions and i was lucky because i've got a joke on nearly nearly everything i could kind of loosely crowbar something and i had quite a few and afterwards i was like i didn't really need to worry so much yeah because something will come what show which show was that was it was it mock the week oh did you do the milton you the milton um what's his way of saying it was that chair what's his way of saying it everyone's like a to b to c and then you're like partridge (laughs) that's like that's your job is to just shout partridge during a i think i think hugh dennis was was said a story and within it something like prostitutes came up and i was like oh i've got a prostitute joke and it was um so i just chucked it in and it wasn't really related to anything but it made the edit because it was just Late. I think also and doing just, just a joke though on something like, like I know they edit supposedly anyway but at least if you're telling stories you can it's awkward and a story doesn't quite work but if you just fully just mm. chuck a whole joke out and no one laughs that must just be especially on those your first couple of jo- you have to if you get the first one off the ground and they love it mm. then you're pretty much they're like oh this is they'll be like oh this is like a young Milton and they been, can, yeah but when you, no one knows who you are on the first time you do it that's when it's quite hard because they don't, they don't know anything about you. So if Ed Gamble does a bit, everyone knows what he does, so yeah. they know what to expect. But the first few jokes, it took them a while to get what I was doing. That's interesting. I um, what was it that the the 
I've done a couple, but not many, but I did like something on a couple of shows and did fine on them. But then I did that Alan Davis one. And I think, I don't know if, when they were doing this, oh, unplanned, when they yeah. were doing the sound check, I mean, it's so nice anyways. In the sound check, I managed to get in a, I was the least famous person. So I think I was like, everyone's like, it was like Chris Martin, like I, they couldn't get a famous person. So they got someone with famous name. So everyone laughs before you've even gone on. So you're like, okay, cool. They, uh, yeah. then they, the audience nice. were nice after that. But um, that maybe that'll just be my, my standard joke for every <laughs> time I ever yeah 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 but that also that shows perfect for your style isn't it yeah it's just it's stories and talking and, and not having to be because that wouldn't work with jokes at all like it, no no it wouldn't I guess but um, that's great I'm glad to see you're doing good things you've been funny for ages mate. thanks man we last was a lot I, we don't we haven't gigged that much but we've done the Coventry cinema that smells of chicken together oh yeah was I was thinking about the first time we met do you remember it was in Maidstone. Uh, which gig was that? And it was out. It was outside, in Maidstone, and it was but next to some smelly bins. And you and Carl were there. It was for a guy called Dan Cardwell. Fucking hell, I can't remember. Wait, wait, wait. Is Maidstone just, the one in Kent, right? Yeah, Not, yeah. I was thinking Maidstone. Um, uh, oh shit! What's the gig called? It was up like an alley next to a pub, to a beer garden, and they had this dodgy stage. Oh yeah, vaguely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that was the first Fucking time. That's my brain, my brain. Really early days. Yeah, that is a long time ago. Um, yeah. Sorry. What do you do? You want to? What, what? Am I supposed to do any other bits? That haven't worked. Yeah. Do you want to do one more? Um, so, mate, I think this is interesting for for the reason that I've got a bit almost linked a bit to that because it's it's a bit to do with sex, sort of, but. It didn't yeah. work, but then there was another bit that I couldn't get to work, and I almost found a place to see if I could put it in, and, it's, and it still doesn't work. But, um, oh, that's but an innuendo as well. I, I tried to go, um, what's it called? I, I sort of came about when I went to New York, and everyone's on the subway, and I live in LA where no one goes on public transport, everyone drives. And I, mm. I started talking about how what it made me realize I miss seeing is like walk of shames. I miss a walk of shame. <laughs> um, yeah. Because. Uh, and then I tried to link it to I don't know it's a bit like a, a bit like American city specific but it was like that's why everyone's such a an arsehole in in LA such an arrogant arsehole because no one's seen them looking like a piece of shit walking they just get in their car and no one can smell them um, uh, and then that never quite <laughs> for some reason that never quite worked but I think it's again like I don't know if you have the same thing but like especially in the UK but do you think no. Do you think if you're like, if you're doing it to an LA audience, they, I mean, do they even know? They know that what you're talking. They know everyone's. Yeah, they do. They do know that. Um, but I almost, I almost think it's my own thing, which is like I've never really liked talking. It's funny because if I'm writing a script, I love writing about like jokes. I love writing like real sex-based stuff. Yeah. Something about on stage, it just doesn't. Um, it just doesn't fly. Really? Yeah, me and Acaster, I think, talked about this once. Like, no one wants to... No, you don't want to hear James Acaster talk about having sex at all. He's a brilliant comic, but you don't... And you don't really want to hear me talk about it. I don't think I ever have, no. I don't know. No, you just don't want to... You don't want to picture James Acaster having sex. Sorry, James. I don't think you want to picture me having sex. And it's funny, because we've, we've seen another comedian doing it, and I'm like, why is he talking about shag... Like, definitely, like... Talk, it's that weird thing. Yeah. You can talk about anything you want on stage, but also, as the audience, you decide, I don't want to hear him talk about that. Um, so did that bit come at the end of a bit about sex? Because that wasn't so much about no, sex. No, so, just about so maybe it was more the observation. And then 
And then I would like... Then I have this other bit that I think is... And it's worked... It only... Also, sorry. Yeah, go. I keep cutting in. Do but, it. Right. Do Americans mind if you call them arrogant? Yeah, no. In, like, in LA, people, like, understand that pe- people right, in LA okay. are dicks, so it, it's fine. So that wouldn't put them off that bit? No, it wouldn't. Um, sometimes with these, it's, like, also... Maybe the idea's there, and I just don't commit enough, and maybe it's my own thing. But I wanted to link it to... And maybe this is the bit that only a little bit, or maybe I get one line out of it. And in my head, if I don't get like enough out of it, then it's like for you, you're like, think of this bang punchline. That's my bit. Whereas I'm like, mm. oh, that's one laugh, but it doesn't really take me anywhere different. Anyway, right. So with that, mm. I had this other bit that I've been trying to talk. It works really well with old audiences at early shows. Like there's a gig that I do in Hermosa and the first, the gig's at 6.30. <laughs> wow. Hang on. Jeez. No, is it six? Is it six? So um, I just joke with the crowd. I'm like, this is my kind of crowd. I'm in my 30s. And even if it's shit, we can all be in bed by 8.30 on a Saturday night. And then like, people laugh. Because I've tried doing a bit about how much I love an early night now. Like, I love it. Yeah. So, since moving to LA, like, I've been going to bed like <laughs> nine and 10 and getting like 10 hours sleep. What? And I tried to talk about how, um, again, but it doesn't quite hit enough for some reason. I'm like, if it's like, a, if you could give me fucking a line of sleep, I would... I would do it um, <laughs> again doesn't quite it, it gets like a little bit but not enough so then I thought well I'll link that into the I go what do I I miss Walker Shames seeing them but I don't miss I don't miss being single and doing it's like I go it's never mm. worth it I go the worst thing about being single is you'd meet someone on a night out or something you go back and you'd have sex and it always happened and every time it happened even if it happened like 3am and in my brain I'd always be thinking we could have done this five hours ago and saved ourselves a lot of <laughs> and that that bit would get a laugh but again it's like then do you sound like a dick talking about like when I was single I was and maybe I'm just in my own head yeah. about it but there's something funny know. to me about wanting and loving an early but maybe it's just not enough of a bit it's just like yeah, I like going to bed early. But I think that is a funny idea. Yeah, it needs more. It needs more purchase. It needs. It needs a bit more. You, you get up early as well now. I, I mate, I get up so early. I get up at like. Dude, I get up. You're like you're like a retired <laughs> old man. I get up and I mow the lawn. No, I, don't, I get up at like six thirty and I write um, for two hours scripted stuff. Six thirty. Yeah, yeah. What's going on over there? Well, I spoke to my dad the other day. And he went, oh, I'm God, like God, a retired really. man. That's funny. I should put that as a I've, I've got, he said, I got up really early today. Sorry, I got up really late today. I was like, oh, what time was that? He went, half eight. <laughs> and I was like, I don't get up to 11. Oh, really? You've got, lockdown. that's funny. You've got to. I, I, I work better late. So I, I, I can, I can write more at uh, night. Right. For some I work, reason. I'm, uh, I've had this from school, which is, I always, if I get up at, like, I love getting up at, like, 6, 6.30 and arrive two hours before, but then I feel like I've cheated, I've, like, I'm a psycho. I feel like I've cheated the day right. and I've done work before I'm supposed to have done work. That is nice. And then if I, and I generally don't um, do much in the art, I, like, by lunch, I'm pretty much, I'm not done, but I, my my body, like, drops off. And then if, it, if I had a gig at night, I get the adrenaline and go do it. At the moment, it's just, like, yeah, the yeah. adrenaline to fucking watch more TV or whatever it is at the moment. Um I think it's because when like, with that adrenaline afterwards, I can write more. That, so I think I've got into the habit of staying up. Interesting. Once I get back from a gig. Interesting. Because my brain just is in stand-up mode. Yeah, I sometimes. I mean, I had that. Um, been trying to break a story for something. We're trying to write a script. And we couldn't get it right, and then I like 
went to sleep thinking about it. I woke up in bed and like for an hour, I just completely restructured a story of something like that. Oh, and then I got cool. up and then it, but sometimes it's mm. shit. And I got up and I was like, thought about it. And then I spoke to it and it was like, yeah, that works. So amazing. But that that's, that's not always, but yeah, I think my brain is, but I find when you're, when you're in bed, I can write when I'm, I'm lying down in bed. That's, I can't have a lot of ideas. And I think that's cause you're totally, relaxed those ideas can flow through better so quite often i have to get up and write something down or oh yeah the old the phone next to the bed has some crazy really some crazy shit in it that um <laughs> yeah is i wrote a joke in my dream the other day that's great have you, have you ever done stand-up in your dream and woke up and it's nonsense yeah but the, the other day i did one and it made sense as a joke i tweeted i can't remember what it was now is it good there's the only time it's ever made sense oh yeah i do remember it I'm saying about I'm really good at relationships. I'm so good at relationships. I've got five, <laughs> or, or something like That's that. Funny. And that was is it? Yeah, it's the only time a, like a joke in my dreams actually worked. That's maybe you if you could train yourself to continue. <laughs> Imagine that'd be so good. You could just do anything you like. Because what are you? Are just, you like if I have one good joke written a day? Is it? You're, you're like Tim Vine and that, right? He just like, his brain just thinks of everything's a joke, right? That's all you think about is like punchlines. Yeah, so in conversation, I pick up on stuff, the way people say things quite a lot. Are, are you, are you also it. heavily religious, just out of interest? Because oh, no. uh, no. Mil, no. Mil, Milton and Tim are, are very... Oh, yeah, because you supported Milton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on, on tour, when was that? 20, yeah. 2014, 15, 16, 14. I can't shit. 14. Going on tour with someone like that, did that change anything in your writing at all? Um, on the tour, the, his crowd loved punchlines and banter, right? Yeah. So it made me need to have punchlines and stuff. But, and I loved it, but by the end of it, it made me realise I, I need to do, I need to perform to different audiences because, um, right. but it's a good skill to have. Like, it means that you can... Mm. Uh, if, if a gig's tough and you have to pull something out the bag yeah it's amazing how they're, they're, just, they're just you know they're really nice and it wasn't like you never really had mm. bad ones but it was like you, you could just feel any bit of crowd work they're just like they loved it and but that's because he also has pretty yeah, main yeah. you know he has Radio 4 crowd who are pretty switched on but he also gets quite a mm. mainstream crowd so uh, they want banter and they want punchlines and they don't care at all about your life <laughs> so <laughs> telling a story they're just like all right mate all right mate they get get punch you up mate punch you up uh, but that's good having punchlines is a good thing to have so you did at the time sort of go away and just try and work out how to make it a bit punchier yeah i i, I don't think i would so why i don't think i went away and i think it's just like naturally you feel out like uh it's quite right, funny right. actually one he was so nice he you could just try new yeah, stuff. Yeah. I go like, can I try? He goes, yeah, I don't care. But it's like doing a 1500-seater in Leicester. And you, the one rule is you can't swear because he has like kids and grandkids. Yeah, yeah. I had that with uh, Rob Brydon. Oh, right. That Because it's a very family. Because yeah. he has so many audience members like from different TV shows he's done. But yeah, so but, you're, think- but, your jo- but your stuff goes, having proper jokes is amazing for something like that, I bet. But were they nice gigs? Yeah, they... They were really nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, how big does he talk to? Like similar, like thousand seaters sort of thing. Yeah, I did uh, two thousand, sort of one and a half to two thousand. Right, I think. So, but it's funny because Milton's so nice. We used to play like football every at every venue in the corridor before the thing. Oh, cool. We were both Arsenal fans, and then um, 
I'd just be like, I mean, he was always writing stuff, and I was, I actually did help him write two jokes once. That's my little. Hey. Um, and then I, because uh, because when you're with him, I start thinking in jokes. I'm like, mm. and I gave him something about tablets, you know, like a part, something to do with tablets, to do with eating them versus writing on them or something. At the time, it felt like an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure I don't know if that's like it's probably the hackiest thing. But at the time, it felt. But what I learned as well, I'd go, oh, here's a pun, and he'd be like, I don't just just. His stuff is more interesting than just going pun, right? He's got a couple, but actually it's a lot of um, yeah, images yeah. and misdirection. Um, but then once I had this bit for something and I was like, this is, do you think it's funny? And I said it, he goes, you know, it, of, no one's going to say no to your face if they're a nice person. And I did it in front of 1,500 people. And it's funny when you're doing this and you're doing quite well. And then you do a bit and it gets literally nothing to 1,500 people. And I just went... At least you know there. I said, fuck, loudly. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And then, and then I had to recover it. <laughs> and I had to recover it. And then it was, it was it finished all right, but it was just the most awkward. And then another mate of mine, Peter Hansen, told, Peter Hansen told me a good rule about big room. He said, big room comedy... If you're going to do new stuff, do it right at the beginning because if because you can because you can build it like that. Like even if it's not, mm. which is kind of fan, sounds, you're not expected to do well. Yeah, it sounds crazy because you always think get a laugh at the beginning. But if you almost do two minutes and it's like whatever, but then you finish. Mm. That's but when you do it in the middle and it takes all the air out of the room, <laughs> you just got to say fuck and apologize to the to the performer after. <laughs> They're so funny, like that. Um, that reminds me of like I had this a couple of times where someone will ask you a bit they'll tell you a bit backstage in the green room and you go yeah that's that's good and then they go and do it for example i did it once and it was a compare he's gonna bring me on in a minute and he did this bit that i said yeah that's that sounds like a good idea and it died and he went oh the next act told me to do that so straight away i was going on to Next act, I don't know what he's talking about. That's a that's a terrible panicked. I know um, that's happened more than once. What? That's uh And did they did they get a laugh when they blame you? I think it's in the. I think it's they're panicking because yeah, a bit just course, died. Of course, of course. I don't think it was malicious. It's funny when you see. Yeah, I've seen like another uh, comic do a a bit. He was like, "This is funny." He's headlining the comedian. And he said it sounded it's not you don't think it's shit you think oh, yeah it sounds alright and you just do it and it just yeah. full even when he was absolutely ripping it as well and it just tanks it just tanked <laughs> you're like because I think in your head you think when the gig's great anything it's like no the audience still mm. can go but often mm. they don't even know it's a joke that's what's funny about it when you're when you're not doing yeah. punch like, when you're doing like a little story or a bit you say it they just they, they don't even quite yeah. know it's a joke and then when you go oh fuck then they're like Oh, was that a joke? And then it's just like wheels. Around. I think it's so funny that you said, "Oh fuck!" After a bit, it didn't work. I was just was like, oh, "Fuck!" And then I was like, oh, that's, that's, "That's that's made it worse. That's made it way worse." Oh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. Chris Martin. Hey. Hashtag Awuga. Chris Martin. From Great Joel stuff. Martin to Chris Martin. <laughs> that's very good Joel thanks Mark. oh we're on fire today it's a good one today. that's probably because of the heat wave what's that it's probably because of the heat wave that we're on fire oh it's 30 degrees that was as, as yeah is it 30 yeah mm. it's too much isn't it so if, it, if you're enjoying the weather and you fancy going fishing ch- why are you doing it <laughs> tune in to uh, my new podcast Cod Past. <laughs> 
where I'll be discussing <laughs> the fish of history. <laughs> I think we should actually record this. Yeah, I think, I think we should. Actually, I think we should make some episodes. Yeah. Okay, we'll let you know about that. They might be on Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Patreon forward slash jokes with Mark. Uh, and we're also going to upload uh, the Adam Bloom unheard footage from the recording I did with him. We recorded for ages, so we didn't use it all. So that's going on the Patreon very soon, so go sign up to that. Um, and also, thank you everybody who's been leaving reviews at Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We've had we've actually had more than five Oof. five-star reviews. And you know what that means? You know what our new rule is, Joel? More, we have more five. More More Codpasts. Um, we're going to release a bonus episode on Monday, Yay. so that'll be dropping into your uh, app. <laughs> Is that what do you call what, what can you say? Uh, dropping into dropping into their feed feed yeah podcast feed. Is it a feed? Yeah. All right, be dropping in there. Um, so that's nice. I hope everybody's having fun and hashtag a wooga to everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? No, nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Ooga, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.